how you describe your problems and how you talk to yourself really do impact the way that you sell and the way that you close deals. So what are those reframes? What should you be saying and what should you not be saying? Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Silvenbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a fantastic day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios. And on episode number 157, we're going to talk about sales frames you need to close deals. And this episode was brought up because recently I was talking to one of the people that I coach. And the way that he said something I knew was holding him back. And I'm going to get to that today. And I'm going to share with you what it was. But I want to give you a couple of examples first. And let's start with this. What you tell yourself really does matter. How you talk to yourself about your problems is a programming issue. And there's times where I struggle with this too. I'm raising my hand. I want to be like very upfront at the very beginning of the How to Sell show. I struggle with this sometimes too. So like I don't want to just, hey, I'm pointing fingers at you and this is all you and this isn't me. Nope, this is me too. I struggle with this occasionally. So how you talk to yourself about your problems matters. What you say to yourself about you and your problems matter. What you say about yourself when you're doing good matters. All of this does take into account. And so sometimes salespeople will create their own self-sabotage and go into a tailspin from the internal dialogue or program that they have. And at the end of the day, every single salesperson can lose their edge in sales or they can say things like, I'm just slightly off. So like if, if you if you came to me and you're like, hey, Scott, I need some coaching. I need some intervention. You know, I specialize in salespeople interventions. And like, I need some intervention. And you say, you know what? I've lost my edge. I would say we need to work on reframing that because you're telling yourself I've lost my edge. You could say I'm slightly off. I have had, I don't have, I've had a few struggles in the past. And so like, this really does matter. Salespeople will come to me and like, I want techniques, I want strategies. I'm like, no, let's let's start with like, how do you talk to yourself first? What is it that you're telling yourself? What are you programming yourself to do before you go into a sales call? And if you haven't heard this in one of my episodes, it's probably in a lot of them, that when I work with salespeople and I go in bed with them, meaning I like, you know, not like in bed, not in a bedroom, like embed, E-M-B-E-D, when I embed with them and I ride with them as co-pilot, you know, I'll talk to them, like, tell me, tell me about the objections that you face and what's the most common one that you get. And then like, if we're meeting with somebody at their office or we're going to their home or we're at the office and the people are coming to meet us at the office, I still do all these same questions. And sometimes salespeople go like, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm like, okay, that's, that's a programming issue. If you're saying that you're not going to give your very best presentation. So you could say, Hey, I struggled this morning, but now I'm doing better. And so they may say like, well, I hope I don't hear, I want to think about it. And I go, hey, if you tell yourself you hope you don't want to think about it, what you're going to do is you are going to tap dance around, I want to think about it. And you're going to talk that buyer into, I want to think about it. It's just going to be a common problem that you face. 
So to, to remember this, it's you against you in sales first. It's you against you first. It's you against your team second, and it's you against the world third. And this is, I, there are days where I have struggled and I have to remind myself, it's me against me first. It's me against a team second. And it's me against the world third. And, you know, uh, the, the guy that I was coaching the other day, and he's like, I want you to come work with me again because I have problems in my sales process. And I said, come on, you're, you're doing the programming thing. You're creating some, some issues for yourself when you describe that problem that way. I said, you, look, you don't have problems with your sales process. You have, you have opportunities. You have opportunities to fix. And if there's anything that I can bring to you, and we're in like the four-minute mark of this episode, this is probably one of the most important concepts, is you don't have problems with your sales process. You have opportunities to gain from. And so he goes, you know, I like that. I said, okay, after your first sales presentation, call me. Call me. I'll, I'll, I'll step away from the meeting that I have, and uh, we'll have a conversation. And he said, look, you know, that, that reframe really did help. That reframe really did matter. So here's the, the, the challenge for you is to look for ways that you could reframe the things that you have struggled with in the past. Like, you know what? I have struggled with closing in the past, but I'm working on it and I see it as an opportunity. That's a reframe that you can use. That's something that's real that you don't have to pay me to hear, you know, that I normally charge coaching clients for. And sometimes people will say, you know, Scott, this is all kind of woo-woo and it doesn't matter. And I'm going to say it does matter because the things that you tell yourself pretty much become a premonition. They, they start becoming mantras in your head. And most of the time when salespeople struggle, something caused that loss. And then they start saying things like, I suck. You know, and instead of saying like, I've struggled in the past and I, I look for ways to move forward and work into the future. And yes, I know this sounds a little woo-woo. It sounds a little kind of crazy. But these these things that we get hung up on as salespeople, as entrepreneurs, they really do hold us back, including me sometimes. I, I, once again, I am not perfect. I make mistakes too. And I'm still, I have, I have decided that I'm learning over time and I no longer tell myself that I suck. And I will hear salespeople when they're really struggling, they're like, Scott, nobody's buying from me. And I say, okay, like how can we rephrase that into the positive? How can we reframe that to something that's really going to help you out? To Somebody hasn't bought from me yet today, but they're going to. And, you know, I, I had a, an episode not an episode. I had a coaching call with one of the people that I work with because, you know, I get coaching too. And I was having a lot of conflict in my life, a ton of conflict in my life. And this guy said, Hey, Scott, I want you to think about how you're describing your problem. I want you to really think about how this is, this is affecting you because you are in conflict with everybody right now. I was fighting with everybody, just so you know, as a side note, I was fighting with everybody. And he said, so what's an industry that doesn't fight but has to prepare? Like, I was mad. I was like, I don't want to think about that. I want to be mad. I want to be angry. I want to, I want to sit and stew here. And so, you know, he, he was able to bring me back around. We had a conversation and I said, um, farmers, farmers, farmers have to plant and prepare for the future. And so he goes, well, let's instead of taking it and saying that you're fighting everybody, let's, let's look at it this way, that you're planning and prepping for the future. And that reframe alone got me out of my funk that got me out of my problem. So every, 
every time that I look at issues now, I don't really reframe, reframe them as a problem. I look at them as like, what is the opportunity that I have here? How can I plan for the future and put some seeds into the future? And the way that you do that is by you stop talking negative about yourself. We, as salespeople, we get beat up by enough, enough people. We do. We get beat up by plenty of other people in our lives. And you do need to have some good beliefs about your skills and your capabilities and that you're, you're always learning. All the top salespeople that I know, all the closers that I know, constantly doing things to learn. They, they're, they're buying stuff on Audible. They're reading books. They're role-playing. They're, they're doing what it takes to be better at what they do. And, you know, the thing is doubt. Doubt can ruin your sales process. And sometimes our own internal doubt is enough to destroy us, but it gets worse. Sometimes the internal doubt that you have is caused by coworkers. There's people, I guarantee you, there's people on your team that secretly want you to fail. And the reason why that is, is because you make them look bad. If you close more deals than them, you make them look bad because they could have done better. If they close more sales than you, they're worried that you're going to take their lunch money. And I started this episode early on. I said, look, it's you against you in sales first. It's you against your team second. It's you against the world third. And you have to remember that that's what it is. And it's a constant reframe. It's me against me in sales. I don't care what every other sales guy is doing. You know, I don't, I don't care. I had, a, I had a, an appointment three months ago. And uh, the business owner tells me, he's like, hey, Scott, you know, I've got a guy who's going to charge less than what you're charging, a significant amount less. And I said, okay. I said, his price has nothing to do with what I do. It has nothing to do with what I do. And at the end of the day, here's what's going to happen. is Let's say that you go with that guy, turn him into a villain. Let's say that you go with that guy. Here are all the problems that you're going to have to face. And here's all the opportunities that I'm going to have to take to fix what that person did. Because at the end of the day, one, they're, they don't know what they're doing. And two, they're not charging enough to service you the right way. There's no way that they can deliver the service after the, the sell for what you need for that price. It's just not going to happen. So you're going to get a training that's one and done. Your team is going to be off. They're, they're not going to be able to work. And the opportunity for me is to come in and charge you more money. The opportunity for me to come in is to come in and fix it, which I can do, which I've got the ability to do, and I'm more than willing to do it. But what we could do is just shortcut that whole process and just have me do it for you and not have to worry about that knucklehead. And what he did was he went with me. But if I would have had doubt, I would have been like, oh, this guy's talking to me about price. And, you know, this guy that I'm up against. Nope, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even fair. It, it was me against me first. And I knew it. And then this guy's not on my team. So it was like he was three people removed me against me first. Why am I better? Why am I good? And so I planted the seeds a long time ago in my mind of like, I'm not going to get caught up when somebody has a lower price than me. I'm not. It's just the way it is in life. There's always a lower price. There's always a lower price. And if you get caught up in that as a salesperson, like, hey, why don't we just price match and why don't we just give you a discount? That's your go-to move. And that ends up being your programming. That's why you do need some help with some reframing. And I'm not, I've had my struggles before. You know, we all go through phases. We all go through cycles. And I, I like to think of sales like this. You get the opportunity every single freaking day to sell with your mouth and not have to really work with your hands. And that's not going to be true for everybody who's listening. It's going to be true for, let's say 80%, 20%. You're probably going to have to do some physical labor 
to, to make sure to, to get something done. Like I can think of plumbers that I work with and roofers that I work with and heating and air techs and electricians, you know, uh, people who work on cars and end up upselling the car into a, a cell. But we all get the opportunity to use our mouths and make a pretty good freaking income or an, an, an elaborate income from, from what we do. And I see people say, you know what, I think I'm going to leave sales and I'm going to go back to fill in the blank, fill in the blank, because they, they're stuck in their process and they don't have the ability to reframe. And you do, you have the ability to go back and take a look and say, Hey, here's what's going on. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make the conscious decision to change my mind. I'm going to make the conscious decision to change my mind. So there you go. You have complete control over your sales process and the way that you reframe things really do matter. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo. Mahalo.